Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Who <laughs> messy this is professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Booking the Territory, the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast, where today we're talking NWA Saturday Night on TBS from October the 28th, 1989. This is the same exact day of the pay-per-view for Halloween Havoc 1989. That show will be out hopefully tomorrow. You'll be able to see that there and download it if you're a Patreon member, because that only goes to patrons. At tinyurl.com slash BTT. For now, I am sitting here with Doc and not Hardbody Harper. I'm going to assume for the time being that Harper is running late. I'm sitting here with Doc. Though. Doc, how are you? How are you going to release the pay-per-view tomorrow when we haven't recorded? We don't record it for two days. In the space-time continuum of podcasting, that is exactly how it works. Hmm. Hey, Can I, I understand that pumpkin? you... Well, I understand that you've been getting a lot of complaints about how stuffed <laughs> Dude, up I am. Well, I'm sorry that I mean, I've who, had some... Tommy Rich or something? You got you having the sniffles? I mean, what the hell's going on over there? I'm sorry that I've been stuffed up in the wintertime. I, mean, I know all these specimens of perfect health that listen to this show don't know how to relate. Hope that everybody listening to this gets corona. Okay. You don't mean that, but all right. Yeah, you've been doing a lot of sniffling on the show these days, and the the people are letting me know about it. You can stop doing that now, okay? Be act like an hey, adult, Doc. I got an update for everybody. But is it about the weather? Uh oh, Harper says he's crapping. I, we just got a text. I'm crapping. No, he's, it's a he rib. has the. It's a rib at this point. Go ahead. It's he has the rib. red light shit. Um. So. I got a new computer, courtesy yeah. of the show. Yeah. Now, it was the cheapest computer that money could buy. I wouldn't say that, but okay. And we'll see how it goes. Mm-hmm. But hopefully, you know, uh, my post-nasal drip is gone, and uh, I've got a little Ethernet action, and uh, I'm ready to party because this is the go-home show, bruh. Go-home show for the habit. Go home, show before havoc. You got damn right. I actually think. This hey, we is live in episode. we live in Texas. Did you have you got all the snow out of your your, your yard yet? Um, <laughs> I posted on the Facebook group and on Twitter about the snow. I mean that snow that was piled up pretty good. About two and a half days after, it was almost completely gone. And not only that, but by Sunday, we were running the AC up in this piece, and you were too. Oh right? yeah, it was eighty degrees the other day, bro. <laughs> 
<laughs> we well, actually from the day right now of us recording this one week ago today, we got a second or third round of snow, depending on where you lived. And we were trying to make sure we didn't die of um, hypothermia. And now we're sitting here running the AC in our homes because it got up to 80 today. Go figure. That's right. Yep. So uh, welcome to uh, welcome to Texas, I guess, is uh, what I'm looking for. Now, now anyway. we're now we're back on the grid. We're ready to succeed and then secede, bruh. Let's get out of here. <laughs> Special shout out to our largest page contributors monthly. Disrespectfully, Classy, Marky, Blassy, Mike, Childry, Joe Ice, Jeremy Priest. Thank you for your generous patronage each and every month. I got a couple of quick Patreon shout outs as well. First off, remember, in order to get the Halloween Havoc pay-per-view review, that will be myself, Doc, and Silva. You have to go to Patreon at tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. Again, that's tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. You can get that there. Uh, you can get also get the live streams there. You can get the re- replays of the live streams there as well. We just did a phenomenal one on the career of Butch Reed and 1983 Territories. You all will love that one. And then let me shout out these uh, either people who moved over from Podbean, people who bumped up. All that good stuff. Ian Totten, author Ian Totten, thanks for coming back to Patreon. And thanks again for the five-star review from a few weeks back. Greatly appreciate it, Ian. Longtime patron member, Joe. Hey, he writes books, doesn't he? That's what an author does, yes, Doc. We can't really, like, pimp him on here because nobody listening can read. But, I mean, (laughs) there you go. That's nice. Longtime patron, Joe Rizza, thanks for bumping up so that you can get the clashes, the pay-per-views, the live streams, all that stuff. Thanks, Joe. And then longtime Hall of Fame patron, Glenn Abbott, over in the UK. Glenn's been a supporter of us for many, many years now on Patreon. He bumped up to the annual option, which saved him 10%, and now he gets a month for free because he has an annual Patreon subscriber. And that's all the new, existing bump-ups, all that good stuff now. One second, Doc. In order to... Get those shout outs or become or be someone who gets shout out on a show for becoming a patron. Sign up at tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. And that's how you'll get also the access to all of the uh, Patreon shows. Doc, go ahead. Well, there's, I just want to say there's some podcasts out there. You say you get a month free. That might be one show. That might be half a show. It might be a, we didn't feel like recording. So here's a best of show. How many shows are you gonna get when you're when you're with us, bro? How many? Well, there's usually one live stream a month. You're gonna get a couple of ECW shows. You're gonna get a couple of world class shows, um, pre shows, couple of pre shows usually. So I mean, you got six or seven right there. Um, and, that's and at bare, least that's once a month, minimum. we can get Harper on here. You know. Yeah, yeah. You'll get a you you'll get a bunch in return. And then again, some of the months you'll get the pay per views or the clashes and all that good stuff. You, you get your money's worth. Put it like that. And then, then I also say this when we talk about you know, our Patreon. Just remember, I know we only do one free show a month. But keep in mind that for nearly four years during the Smoky Mountain Run, we were putting out two free shows a week. So never yeah. again. <laughs> never again. He ain't what? lying. One, one show a week. One free show a week is plenty. Plenty. All right, real quick, Matt Wilson sent us some um, five-star reviews from Canada a couple weeks back, so I want to read a couple more. And if I'm rereading some that I already read, my apologies. I don't have a great memory. That's why it took me 25 years to get a bachelor's degree. With that said, I need a shout-out. 
Maddie's Dad 0916. If you appreciate insightful and hilarious analysis of classic wrestling, this podcast is a must. Mike Doc and Harper always deliver, and their special guests bring an insider's perspective. The shows hold up on their own, or if you also follow along with the actual TV episodes, do yourself a favor and enlist in the BTT Army. Thank you very much, sir. The title of his was Professional. No, entertaining, definitely five stars. Uh, B. Duggan, I think that is one of our um, female listeners, Brenna Duggan in Canada. Uh-oh. She mm. says, BTT gets me through my bad days, and honestly, I love the filth and unprofessionalism of this show, and I'm a docaholic for life, and I'm also one of the ladies of the BTT Army that will do it for this week. See you next week. Uh, let me get one more while we're waiting for Mr. Well, Mr. Hey. Superstar. Just like our our friend Ric Flair might say, you can't be first, but you can be next. You know what I mean? Shut up. Uh, yeah, right. Um, Mrs. Doc just walked in. He, he, that's why he hit mute. Uh, BTT Thoughts 5 Stars. This is from No Gimmicks Guy. He says, remarkably, for a podcast dedicated to old school pro wrestling, BTT is most distinct for its honesty and respect for the audience, and also in contrast to today's wrestling product, the totally non-scripted banter between Mike, Doc, and Harper sets the pot apart as the most organically entertaining show out there in a very crowded landscape. The show never fails to make me laugh and in a better mood, and I'm in a better mood after listening. Thanks, guys. No, thank you, no gimmicks guy. That is thoroughly appreciated. That's and a good again, one because there is there is no scripting. I mean, the last time I talked to Harper was when we hung up last week, and because we've been busy. And yeah. uh, who knows what he's going to come in here and say. Yeah, so, he must be taking a pretty long dump right now. Uh, can you, you imagine the size of that thing coming out sideways and just it's got teeth and a spinal cord to it? Dude, the dumps that he takes must be... Wretched God. filth. The, I mean, the scent could knock out a freaking elephant on the other side of the planet. That's when probably. he knew he had corona when he shit and couldn't smell it, right? So, I think it was Patrick Villers on the Facebook group posted this meme and he said this is the Harper COVID test and it was a guy sticking his finger in an ass and pulling it out and smelling it. Come on. <laughs> and if he could smell it, that's how that's how he knew he, he didn't have Rona. If he couldn't smell it, then he had Rona. Come on, man. That, that really? <laughs> well, this is, Harper... global, this is a global pandemic of epic proportions. Let's be a little sensitive about it. I totally agree. Um, you don't have any star, any 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 other reviews? Did you see? Did you even check this week to see if we had I some did new check. ones on the American Here's side? Here's the thing: I got accused, oh, and, and and I'm 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 gonna have I'm gonna have to fess up to this. I got accused last week of running out of gas and kind of losing interest in the show. <laughs> I, I I guess I'm gonna have to agree that that might have happened. And so I'm going to keep it short, a little bit shorter here so that we can get through the 38 segments in this long-ass show <laughs> and make sure that we uh, deliver on our goods, you know? I never know what to do, i got to say myself, because I never know if Harper's going to show up. You, you do run out of gas. You, you do realize I get tuckered, that, right? Dude. dude, you get tuckered out like the T-Rex. <laughs> You're tired. No, it never fails. 60 to 70 minutes into the show, the doc over there is tuckered. He's tuckered like a kid. All right. Well, here's the thing. Uh, so that you don't start getting tuckered, I'm going to share my screen with you. That way you can see the episode. Uh, Are we really going to do this with Silva this week? 
I mean, you, did you think it was a joke or something? Yeah, we're doing the I, Halloween I, Havoc. I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm just thinking that I don't have to do very much. If he's going to be there, he'll do all the talking. Dude, we did that Butch Reed tribute with him. And I say this in the most complimentary way. He went for about 35 minutes straight. What How's I, that complimentary like, and or good for the listener? Man, because it was phenomenal as he covered mm-hmm. Butch Reed's career. Phenomenal. Fantastic on the live stream. It was, look, and if you're not a patron, I posted it on YouTube so you can listen to just the 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 Butch Reed part, which was about 45 minutes. You can listen to that for free. The rest of it is on Patreon, but that 45-minute segment is on YouTube. You can listen to it for free. But anyway, it was phenomenal. It was tremendous. On that note, Doc, I think I'm going to get the, li- the, uh, the live stream. <laughs> is that the face? Is that the face JR makes when he shoots a load? Jesus. What is wrong with you? What is that? Just, or is this just the, the early warning signs that Bell's palsy is on You're the going way? to hell. It's just that I haven't paused right there. It ain't got nothing to do with him blowing a load. This is why we can't retain some listeners. Who? Name Jesus. one. Jesus. Dude, on the live stream, okay, first off, this is the video version of October 28, 1989. On the live stream the other night, Bobby Murray, longtime BC Hall of Fame Patreon member, I think it was him who said something about look up Memphis Missile on Urban Dictionary. Man, I looked that up. Jesus Christ. Something is wrong with people who submit things to Urban Dictionary. Hold on. (laughs) But no, that is not the face that JR makes. While you're looking that up, let me open things up here. So JR... Uh, he opens the show. JR says the first hour they will have live on-site shots from the pay-per-view and we'll see the steel cage. We are then thrown to Cornette and Gordon Soley because JR is in Philly at the pay-per-view. Halloween Havoc is less than an hour away. Corny says Oliver Humperdink is back. We haven't seen him since December of 88, if you remember that, Doc. So basically, I got no problems with how they open this or how they do this show this week. I'm just going to let that up off the top. The first hour of this show is essentially an infomercial commercial for Halloween Havoc. And I think it's a smart move because you are trying to sell the actual pay-per-view. So why not why not use the TV venue you have at TBS as a commercial leading up to the pay-per-view? So I don't dis- I don't disagree, but here it goes. No, no, no. Was it possible to order the pay-per-view in 1989 this late, or did you have to get in your car and go down to the cable company who was going to be closed by this time? Surely you could have. That's a good question. Right. So my point <laughs> you, is, know, you know what? We we never ordered them shit, so we don't know. I don't know. <laughs> my first pay-per-view that I got was in like 96 or 5. I was like, this is phenomenal. I've been missing out my whole life. You remember the first? Well, my my first one was before that, but you remember the very first one you watched live, and you were like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "Man, rich people live well, dude." <laughs> it's like a whole new world. <laughs> yeah. So my whole point is, back then though, it, it if you could order it directly without having to do any other steps, then yes, you use this show for everything it's worth. Hey, Hopper, we are. We're already talking Hi. October. Tw- we're already talking October twenty eighth, nineteen eighty nine. But we, Doc did ask a really good question. You can always What's tell that? when Hopper comes. You can always tell when Hopper answers because it sounds like um, his lady is over there giving him a uh, giving him some uh, mouth action. Um, 
Doc, 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 ask Harper the question you asked me about. about so we were Oregon talking about this show being the go home show for the pay per view, and like, okay, still you can call, you can call, get it. But in 1989, did you have to go down to the cable company to get the special box? Um, to get a pay per view? Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, you you had. I mean, back then, every TV had a cable box. I mean, f- you still do. But, uh, so what you're saying is, was there like a special pay-per-view box? I don't know. No. No, I, no when no. he was saying, I don't, I didn't think you asked it like that the first time, Doc. I think you were, what I thought you were asking was, could you still call this late an oh, hour before I, I, to get it? I, I think you could call, you know, whenever. Yeah, I, I would think I thought at this time you could you could call, you know, like, you can call like fifteen minutes seconds before. before it starts. How many times did you try to order a pay per view in the nineties and have something fuck up and not get to see it? That happened at least twice to me. Oh, really? Not me, bro. You you sit. You already got your pre drink on. You're like, we'll wait and order it right beforehand, and then it won't it won't load or order, and it was cable company's fault. Motherfucker. Yeah, I never had Can we get movie. next month for free? Will you give us a credit? Yeah, no, right. We can't do that. <laughs> you get fuck a Playboy for about a minute. Enough for you to fuck a climax. Sober up, sober up and get your jerk on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's be real. We didn't need we didn't need Playboy back in the day to uh I know. I mean, you just pulled out the Sears catalog, right, Hopper? Yep. Old faithful that, brother. Fuck, that's all it took. <laughs> Some old broad with a bad perm and pointy titties because the bras were pointy back then. Yeah, f- f- fuck. Remember when they used to have those like swimsuit magazines? No. Yes. Tell no. us about it. The, the, I that was some, some uh, jerk off shit back then too. That was some prime jerk, real. <laughs> some prime jerk real estate shit. William Bozard just howled and drove off the road for the first time this week's mm-hmm. episode, right there. <laughs> it was All like right. a shitty like Sports Illustrated the swimsuit issue. It was like the the poor man version of that. Yeah, I know, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, see. Well, if you boys can grow up a little bit, I'd like to point out that we have Gordon Soley on commentary this week. Bruh, how great is it to hear him? You do realize at this point in the NWA, they've got three of the greatest announcers in history working for them. They've got Gordon, they've got Jr. And they've got Lance Russell doing shows. Yep. And Bob Cottle. And Bob. Yeah. They've got four of the best to ever do it. But you know, you, you know what I love about him? He sounds like he can call any sporting event. He yeah, doesn't he just could. sound like a, your standard wrestling commentator. He sounds like he could do baseball, boxing, basketball, football, hockey, any sport. He sounds like a real sports commentator. Yeah. And he's just chosen to come do this because that's what they've given him the most bottles of gin to show up. <laughs> I don't know if there's any truth to that, but it certainly seems like it. I thought anyway. the one thing I thought about this whole show, and don't get me wrong, and let's let's calm down because I love having Gordon on commentary, but I thought he was a little, I won't say nervous, but he wasn't as comfortable as I would have liked, and I thought he ta- over talked a little bit. It's all right. I mean, yeah, I'm nitpicking. We got to talk are. about something. 
Well, yeah, a bunch they, of job matches. Yeah, that's all it was. We're at the Cobb County Civic Center and not Center Stage. I like that for building. Yes, I do too. It is really good for wrestling. This type and of wrestling. Look how how many people you think are in this building? Like thirty or forty? No. He's being an oh. idiot. It looks There's full. Yeah, it's full. Is that that same building uh they ran in Smoky Mountains for the big the Macho Man and I don't remember them going. I don't no, know. That they Macho did Man. That card, I don't know. There's a big card they did with Armstrong where he did yes. something. And... Okay. Yes, that's the one. You're. That's what I was about to say. They was even it the Armstrong a family reunion. Yeah, and there was. They did some other stuff there too. Um, I think they went there more than once, but I might have it wrong. Yeah, Harbor, you're thinking about been that one. You're thinking about um, Knoxville. Okay. That's where Savage was, but. Yeah, this this is a nice building for wrestling, and and Smokey did go here, um, not a lot, but they did go here. So you know, yeah, this is a nice deserve. building. It looks like a real. I like off to the right when you're looking at like from here, off to the right. There's that balcony area. It's just it's not a generic copy and paste arena. Yeah. Like, yep. Where they all look the same nowadays. Um, you're absolutely right. All right, so we're watching the first match on the card. It's Sting. He's going to defeat the Italian Stallion. Boy, this match kind of goes kind of long to say. It's a, things, it's things the first time we've seen him since center stage, huh? Italian? You saw him last week. Oh, yeah, that's right. Y'all saw him last week. <laughs> we ain't seen him in a year and a half. We saw him last week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's what happens when you watch the wrong episode. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Doc, any thoughts on Sting and Italian Stallion besides the fact that it probably Eight went a little minutes. long? It, it went a while. Uh, I will say this. I know I'm hard on Sting sometimes. I think I'm fair, but I'm, some people think I'm a little tough on Sting. Sometimes? What? Hey, Hawk, I like 89 to... Sting more than I like Crow Sting. How about that? Well, that's that's... You're at least doing something. Thank okay. you for once. Hey, Harper, you want me to put you on camera tonight? I figured out this gimmick where I can put you on camera for the video version. Yeah. You want to make faces? Once put you on camera. <laughs> I was going to, but I was you will do it see if he, did. if he does. If he does, you will see his mark ass shirt he's wearing. He What's is he wearing? full on honky these days. <laughs> what? <laughs> Just, dude, I, I'm probably gonna. This is like a shirt I'm just walking around the house in. Why? What does it matter? You spent money on a beer T-shirt. What are you, nineteen and I in spent, college? I spent shirt five bucks it? on it because it was on clearance. What oh, is God. it? Let me let me go on video just so he can see it. Man called Sting. Wouldn't it be funny if he came out to a Sting song? No. Mm-hmm. That's come on. Can you Nobody see it, Oliver? Uh no. I wonder if it does that. So I noticed this the other night when I was in the live stream. It wouldn't show for whatever reason the camera would not come on when I was uh already recording. I wonder if that's why it does that. Very strange. I think that's what might be going on here. Anyway, all right. Well oh, enough of that. Oh, you know what I had to do today? I had to take the uh Oh Jesus! A random piss test for work. Oh, nice. Yeah, 
Did you I pass it or just walk out and go, I can't? I was like, fuck all this noise. Yeah, you, I just took did it. You, did you yell out, does weed count? <laughs> <laughs> Eddie made us take a, a, a breathalyzer. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's a problem. <laughs> With all the beer he drinks. Yeah. Doc would never pass that in a million years. Jesus. All right. Say, you know what I'm trying to say. You know how it works. All right. So uh, we keep going. Uh, we get a replay of Pillman and Luger, the altercation from October the 14th, 1989. And then we get a quick Luger promo. Uh, Luger says he and Pillman, it's going to it's gonna happen at Halloween Havoc. I don't have much from it. Doc was very, very quick. What did, yeah. did you have anything from it? No, I didn't. It was really too quick to really dig into. Mm-hmm. He doesn't say really anything, uh, to be honest with you. Uh, same with you, Hopper. Nothing. Yeah, Luger's back go, to being Luger. Well, I mean, it just—it was there. I mean, he doesn't really say much. We then go to Brian Pillman, who's going to defeat Pat Rose in the next match. Pillman is going to hit uh, Rose with a uh, springboard clo- clothesline. Uh, Doc, anything from this? I thought Corny did a really good job during this match establishing that Pat Rose was a capable veteran. And I thought that the lighting in this match was terrible, but in an awesome way. And how I prefer wrestling to be lit. Are you kidding? No, it was like the shadows and not half as bad as at the Havoc, but we'll talk about that later. I don't know. I like the dirty, grungy look, if you ask me. That's what I'm saying. The lighting isn't good, but that's the way I like it. It's wrestling the way it used to be oh. and the way I like it. I thought you were saying you don't like the way it looks. <sighs> We've been doing this for 40 years, and you don't know what I mean. What the fuck, Mike? Go shave your beard off. Go join no, the Dollar she, Shave Club. No wonder Sasha's always disappointed in you. <laughs> I know. I'll look at you. She's, her mom was like, why does he look like one of those swamp people? <laughs> That's the best you can come he's over. not. He's not planning to storm the Capitol, is he? <laughs> Does he have a rebel flag in the attic or something? Because I don't like that beard. My, Michael Angel in the Facebook group said when I posted that video when it was snowing here, he was like, "What the hell in the stand back and stand by is that?" <laughs> Jesus Christ! I can't move. Uh, all right pillman wins doc any other thoughts no i mean i gotta tell you i'm ready for these two to get it on at the pay-per-view yeah yeah that's the stage i'm at too i mean it's like come on man what are we doing when when is this when is this thing going down and uh that's how i am too all right we get another plug from uh elvira uh, as Mm. we uh as we continue and i would like to live between those titties you know what i mean i'll still live between them now why not? Yeah. Well, well, let's 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 reverse back and just go back to it, so Harper can uh, crank one Hold off on. right here. You getting ready? There Hold she on. is. Look oh. at, wait, wait, oh. wait, wait. There we go. I got the guy unzip. There we go. Come on. Then you got to fish it out, right? Because it's so yeah. big. <laughs> I don't know, man. At me. Yeah. She's mm. Then she holds She's up like... a big, big uh, matchbook. <laughs> What? Because there's lots what of big you, matches. What did you say that week Hopper wasn't on? She looks like the type of girl that wouldn't put her cigarette down. 
budget. <laughs> no, listen, she's giving say, you. Say, say it again. Say it again for Harper. I think it's that she looks like the kind of girl that wouldn't put down her cigarette to give you a hand job. Yeah. She's like, are you close? <laughs> yeah. Are you close? <laughs> Alice is on in a few minutes. I want to watch that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a new girl in town. <laughs> Come on, honey. Honey, can you hurry up? I mean, can we get to the point? I gotta watch Alice in a few minutes. You there you go. Kathy Lacey's about to come on. <laughs> Fall guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, yeah. Harper cranked a few off to that one back in the day. Oh yeah, you damn right I did. The next match after Elvira, Steve Williams defeats Joe Cruz. Doc, anything? It's not anything from this. It's very, very quick, which is what it should have been. But absolutely, well, we'll get comfortable because I'm going to tell you this though, Doctor Death is is he might not have been memorable tonight, but wait for the havoc. I thought he was awesome at the havoc. All right, so. Any any other thoughts before I go to this um, promo doc? I think I got the wrong timestamps for this thing. Yep, I sure did. Well, I can't uh, wait because Sting's going to talk. Okay. So let's go. This is kind of meat and potatoes in my... Or is this place. bat? Was, who's bat? Sting's. Come on, Harper. <laughs> let's go down to Flair, Sting, and Ole. Uh, we are... We're at Cobb County where, as they're cutting this. Here it is. Anderson. It's just a matter now of a very, very short period of time when you move into the Thunderdome. Uh, the Thunderdome, I'm going to try and compose myself and be really quiet right now so everybody can understand what I'm saying. And every time I start to do that, I start to think Halloween Havoc and I start to think about the Nature Boy and the Great Muda and Gary Funk and I don't care who else is in the ring, Terry Funk, Gary Hart. And then I start yelling and screaming, and everybody says, Sting, you said you were going to be quiet. Well, now you understand just why I can't be quiet, because we're talking electricity. Woo! <laughs> Brother, look at that body. You tell me the thing is a ready hurt, and I'll kiss you, you know what. Tonight, a couple hours from now, we're going to walk that aisle. Thunderdome, blood, sweat, tears, you got them all. And you know what we got? 275 pounds of designated Terminator by the name of Ole Anderson. I tell you what, I've been excited all week long, and I finally lost my voice just thinking about how many ways we're going to cut up Gary Hart. Mr. Muda and Terry Funk. Terry, you're a great wrestler. You might as well wave goodbye because it's going to be the last match. The people have been waiting for one chance, and they're going to get it. In Philadelphia, we're all going to get a chance to see the end of Terry Funk, Mr. Muda, and Gary Hart. Get ready, Bruno the referee. It's only a little while there, Gary. Look at your watch. All right, and now let's go back to the ring. Ladies and gentlemen, you're next. All right, Doc, thoughts from them right there. 
Gary Funk, huh? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> eh, fuck it. You know. I mean, Damn, fuck. I mean, look, why, why should we try to get anything right here? He made a mistake. Right. Like Mike's beard. Him, let's give him a participation trophy. What did you say, Offer? Like Mike's beard. <laughs> <laughs> well, my beard's living rent-free in y'all heads. That's nice. Mm, sure is. Mm. Section 8. <laughs> Get black ass. <laughs> Jesus. Come Jesus. On. Come on, man. Grow that up. That is not classy in the That's least. fucked up. It really is. <laughs> Come on, bro. When's the last time oh, you were geez. in Section 8, Mike? Were you ever? Like, actually lived in Section 8? Yeah. No, I didn't live in Section 8. Yeah. I lived in apartments one time that qualified for it. Oh, well, yeah. that's okay. Hold on. That's that. That's not what I was asked. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this is, those are two different things, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no. Nah. You'll All be right. surprised of the rental property that, that qualifies for it. Yeah. Well, I wasn't surprised that the place I lived did. <laughs> so... We go to the next match after that promo. Well, Harper, did you have anything from it? I didn't even ask you. No, it's just, it's, I mean, what do you want me to say? Maybe not I, let Oli talk if he can't talk. The, the fucking Terminator. The, the rasp. Wait, wait till we get to the pay-per-view. Well, he's yeah. not doing the pay-per-view. Well, spoiler. He's not the, I thought he was the Terminator. He is. You? The, the designated Terminator, or the second. How fucking it's... stupid is that fucking term? Bruh, that's... I don't want to spoil it for the pay-per-view, but that's not even the worst part of that match. You see, because I, I thought, well, maybe this was when Terminator 2 Judgment Day came out. That was 92. Nah. Right, and then I Googled it. I was like, no, that's 92. I was so... Why use that term? Nobody's going to have an answer for that. Yeah. <laughs> Let's call. Let's call her and see what he says. Yeah, he's still he says, doing interviews. He's still doing <laughs> interviews, and he seems to have a an interesting take based on uh, the people that have told me about it. All right, really, I didn't. I haven't heard anything. So uh, let's just know. say he's got his own version of history. Oh, um, I bet the the Steiner brothers are going to defeat Rick Nelson and Agent Steele. Um, once again, no Missy out there. And mm. I, I think I think Missy is done uh, with the Steiners. Not not that they're not that they you know have bad blood. Um, Missy actually said on Twitter uh, about a month ago or so, Eddie Gilbert had a falling out with Flair. So oh. she was she this is what she put on Twitter. She said I was sent home for being fat and having a Southern accent. Ironically, when my divorce got finalized, I was no longer fat and could come back to being on TV. So. I believe this is the point that she's talking about where she disappears girl, for a while. Bring your fat southern ass over here. And I know. Come here, girl. Face. And if if someone thought Missy was fat or that was an excuse they gave at the time, good lord, they don't know fat. She can come do that Civil War reenactment right here, girl. I'll even <laughs> let you win. <laughs> God. Jesus. What is wrong with us? Oh, William Bozard just howled and drove off mm, the road the one South more time. Will rise again, girl, and again and again and again. Come on, 
fucking look, grow up, Mike. Look at that Samoan drop off the off the rope by Scott. They're about to finish these guys. Any thoughts on the Steiners here? Doc, there was a big strong. problem in this match. What's that? It was just um, too much. Soli kept calling Rick Nelson Lee Scott. <laughs> he might have had a little bit too much gin beforehand. <laughs> Yeah, I'm surprised he's not calling them all beef eater before it's over, but that's <laughs> Wow. Really? Are you serious? You know what Come that means? You know what that means? You no, know what beef it sounds eaters. it sounds sounds beef really... eater is a brand of gin, you dumbass. Yeah. That's even worse. Well, than what I was it thinking. It is what it is. I guess. All right. Any so any other thoughts hey, look, on these two? Game recognizes game when it comes to drinking. So t- if I tell you he's lit. Listen, oh my God, what did I, what? Mm. If he tell you he's lit, you want to talk about something being lit, huh? You want to tell the people what's coming on? Yeah. God, if I was 14, they're like, damn, I guess I got to jerk off again. <laughs> <laughs> tell the people, Hopper, what you're talking about. I, I, there's Norman we, we got woman sitting there. Norman the lunatics on our screen. <laughs> <laughs> We got woman right here about to cut a promo leading up to tonight's match. And Hopper just said if he was 14, he just would have to whip it out again. On that note, let's go to woman and then um, Hopper uh, hold the the moaning down while we do this. The first steps have been taken in using the Steiners to get what I want. I am woman and I'm going to rule the wrestling world. I have doom. And I have Kevin Sullivan as my alliance. He is the head of Doom. He's mean and he's feisty. I like that in a man. Poor little Ricky. Poor little Ricky. His little feelings got hurt and everybody feels so sad for him. And Scott, he has a beautiful black and blue eye. Beautiful shade of blue, I just love it. Thank you, Doom. You did a great job. I have lots more money where that came from. If you'd like to try again. Do a good job this time, Doom, and you'll get lots of money. All the way live. Um, Thoughts, Doc? Kevin Sullivan is in for now. Explain. Yeah. Well, in the pay-per-view, they're going to explain that he's out. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, by the way, you have any idea how old woman would be right now if she was still alive? Oh, uh, how about, I'm going to say, oh, eight, hold on, let me do a little math. She would be, hold on, 18, 19, carry the one times two. Plus three, fifty-six, fifty-five. Yes. So she oh, was really? only. So she was only twenty. She was born in sixty-four. <laughs> she was only twenty-five right here. Yeah, bro. You could just. She. Her breasts were perfect, and they're not fake. Doc's over there choking. I mean, he can't. Uh, you all right? No, no, God, no, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. I mean, look at her right there. She's just mm. phenomenal. 25 so, and all the way live. So she was 25 and 89. That means 
damn, you know, like, by 96, 97, when the wars were heating up. Yep, she was uh, in her mid-30s. Oh, no, what, 30? 32? Yeah, 32. I mean, she was all the way live at that point. I mean, she's all the way live here, but dude, it's hard to believe. So, Doc, she's really only like 10, 11 years older than you and I. Past the woman interview and all the way live, and they throw it to Jim Ross, who's live from Philly, who puts on the hard sell for the pay-per-view. We oh, my God. A... I want to bring something up about that. The hard sell yeah. from Philly? You notice he says, we are a half an hour away. And there's nobody in the crowd? And there's no one in the crowd. And there's more people at this event than there is in that fucking building. And I got yeah. an hour more of this shit to watch before I can watch that. Ugh. That's because this, I don't even, I mean, this wasn't live. I mean, he 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 recorded this. I don't know. It may have been live, but they, yeah, they, why would there they, be people in the stands? Yeah, that's true. He, they ended up. They did have <clears throat> seventy three hundred people at um in Philly for that for that. Well, that's show. not too bad. Yeah, yeah it yeah. wasn't embarrassing. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't horrible. But they I hear you because the ring. Because when you when you're looking at that scene, Ugh. you see basically nothing. There's nobody in the crowd. But anyway, okay. So, um, Doctor Death cuts a quick promo about his upcoming match. He's talking about the skyscrapers and Teddy Long. But Dr. Death and the Midnight are going to wrestle the Samoan SWAT team at the pay-per-view. So it may have been kind of confusing right there if you hear him talking about the Skyscrapers and Teddy Long when at the pay-per-view coming up in just a few minutes, they're not even wrestling. So anyway, I wanted to point that out. Doc, did you have anything from that? Same thing. I thought that was like, why are we dealing with them? Let's 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 finish the, the job at hand. Yeah. So then we go to Norman, who's going to defeat Lee Scott. I'm just going to ask Hopper, what do you think about the stupidity of that hat that Norman has on? It just adds to the, the stupidity of, of all of this. Okay, why is he wearing that the, the fucking safari hat? Why? Doc, he looks like Bull right there, Doc. Nah, come on. I get the scrubs <clears throat> because he's supposed to be from like a mental ward or something like that. Right. But what's with the fucking safari hat? <laughs> well, 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 people that are from a a, a stupid, a, a crazy ward aren't don't have it all upstairs. So that's what's up. Maybe with the Teddy hat. told him that if he was good, he'd take him to safari later after yeah. the match. <laughs> I still think it's the damnedest thing that Teddy is is, is this guy's manager. It's just it bizarre. doesn't make sense. It's so bizarre. Well, he's going to defeat Lee Scott. Doc, well, any thoughts on him. it? Yeah, uh, I'm going to be real honest with you. I've enacted a fast-forwarding rule. Yeah, I think we talked the, about that. For him. <laughs> Just sat on Lee Scott's head. That was so terrible. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that. Okay, so then we go after Norman. We go to Sid Vicious and Danny Spivey, the skyscrapers with Teddy Long. They're going to defeat George South and Mark Kyle, you know, as we already talked about, Killer Kyle from Smoky Mountain fame. Uh, Cornette on commentary mentions the Row Warriors versus the Skyscrapers at Halloween Havoc, so credit Corny there for bringing it up, which is what made the Dr. Death promo a few minutes ago so weird because we know the Skyscrapers and Row Warriors are wrestling. Uh, we didn't talk about this last week, Doc, when we talked about Killer Kyle. I'm trying to fast forward to it now. Uh, 
what do you make of Kyle's singlet, if if anything? I feel like I need to be careful here. Well, he's got this zebra print. Oh yeah, that's uh, yeah. Well, and I and I was like, what the hell? All I know is that Sid flung a big man like him around. Yeah. Sid showed how strong he was, and Kyle's not Look a small man. Look at this, man. Kyle's a big brother. Look at that. I mean, yeah. that ain't easy to do. With a big he, had to pull like his, he had to pull his drawers out of his ass crack when it got <laughs> well, done. Well, at least it wasn't like Nikita when Nikita's freaking pecker fell out of his singlet. Tommy Young had to tuck it back in for him. Come on. Well, no, that's actually what happened. I'm not trying to be funny. It's, I know, it's, but I don't yeah. want to think about it. Okay. All right. Any thoughts, Hopper, on this match? No. What's wrong with Mark Kyle's getup? You said because he's black and they got the... No. Know, the zebra stripes, like he's, you know, like an African... What? I mean, what are you all <laughs> bitching about his tights about? I'm not no, bitching just... I'm waiting, just like you. <laughs> I'm not bitching about it. I just said it was weird that he had that on. I guess we got used to seeing him in Smokey with, with yeah, his with the different outfit, yeah. the violin case. Well, he had the. If you remember, he was like the violin case, and he had the suit, and then he was a member of uh, Corny's Union, and then he was a gangster for, <laughs> for two weeks, and he Sounds cut like a, he cut like cut like one promo. So I mean, I got used to seeing him in attire like that, and not a uh, weird looking zebra print singlet. Is what I'm saying. Jesus. All right. Uh, we go back to Philly where JR is uh, still pushing the pay-per-view and whatnot. Um, there's a few more people in the stands, though, as you can see. It's starting to fill in. Did you want to say anything about that, Hopper, or can we keep going? No, you can roll. All right. Doc, anything from you or um, nothing? That you went to get a beer. No, I'm thinking. Okay. No, we're going to pass on that. Well, then we go to the quickest Terry Funk promo I think you will ever see. Funk tells us to order the pay-per-view, and that was pretty much it, in my opinion. Doc, did you have anything from it? Really talking him in the building tonight, the talent is. <laughs> I mean, did I miss something? I mean, I didn't have anything from this. That's why I, no, I'm being my, dead serious. My exact, right, my exact notes were three letters long. Meh. It was like 30 seconds. The pro I mean, it wasn't even a, a real promo. So And you know Flair I mean, said they're going to bleed and sweat and pay the price, and they don't do any of that shit. i tell you what's a money printer tonight. Your internet is, with that new laptop and that Ethernet cord, boy, you're coming in loud and clear, pal. Well, I know that all the docaholics, like that broad that you talked about earlier on that said she was a docaholic in the open – they needed this. And, you know, I cleared up my nasal passages just for tonight. I'm ready to roll. I told you that. So what you're saying is you didn't do any cocaine beforehand? Hi. 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 Let me tell you. Let me tell you, Harper. You bring me in the Wildcat Sports. I teach that little. Almost said something I shouldn't say. That's <laughs> nice. On. <laughs> uh, William Bozar just drove off the road again. Okay. Living the uh, gimmick, bro. Living it is. The gimmick. I know that's what that fool thought when he saw me, though. 
because I had the braids. In, I had the braids in my head. <laughs> I had the braids in my head at the time. I know. I know what he thought. I know what he well, thought. Hey, you can stop us ass. from saying it, but you can't stop us from thinking it. Yeah, Mike, get used to it. Stand back and stand by, Harper. No, go okay. drink your Coca Cola. <laughs> Dog, yo, I wish y'all watched that show, Mixed Dish. Gary Cole. Mixed Dish. Yes, Gary Cole is the white Republican grandfather of these mixed kids. Zach Morris is the is the dad of these mixed oh, I kids. I see something with that, yeah. Hey, bro, they went to a black church, and I got I'll have I'll call bro, I'm gonna send you the clip. I can't even explain it. Anyway, um, friggin' Gary Cole uh. tells tells the chick she goes, "I know Jesus wasn't black." Because he turned water into wine and not Hennessy. Come on. <laughs> I died. My wife goes, that's not right. And I was pissing laughing. All right. We'll keep going. Uh, Tom Zink defeats Thad Clark. Doc, thoughts? Uh, we need to go back and look at 4639. Harper yeah. went, Ugh. Yeah, this guy's shouldn't be in the ring. Okay, so we're 10 seconds away from it right now. We're at 46.30. There's going to be a misstep or something here that occurs. Mm-hmm. So Z-Man's got, or oh, this guy's got Z-Man in a, in a weak headlock. He frog, okay. Here it comes. Uh, <laughs> what the hell? Hey, watch this, watch, watch. I'm on the, <laughs> she's trying to go under his fucking legs. <laughs> right now. The Z man should have just got on him and just beat the shit out of him and just fucking finished the, sh- the fucking. Imagine if that had been Ronnie Garvin. Oh my God, this guy would would still be fucking eating out of a fucking straw. Dude, that guy might. They would have had to call nine one one in the coroner's office mm-hmm. if that guy did that to Ronnie Garvin. And then he fucks up again. Well, and does record, he legitimately hurt his leg at the end? I don't know. I don't know. But let's just say Thad Clark might not know exactly what's going on. Well, he bumps well. Yeah, but... It's and just, and I usually trust anybody with that haircut to know what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what were you saying, Harper? He bumps well in what? He bumps well. It's just when he it's when he hits the ropes. Things go, things go awry. Yeah, it's like he gets confused. Like he, he's well, he's probably super fucking nervous because he's on. You know, I'm on TBS. You know, hitting the ropes is not the easiest thing to do when you first get in a wrestling ring, either. That may be true, but you're on national TV. Exactly. I no, I'm not. I'm not saying that he shouldn't now, know that. Now, if Tom Zink had pulled a person out of the crowd and said, come do it, that's a different story. Yeah, he should know how to hit him. But my, what I was about to say was, the first time you you run towards some wrestling ropes, you you don't realize that those guys make that look a lot easier than what it is. And is. I'll never forget the first time I was in a wrestling ring and I dropped to my knees like Ric Flair and I thought my knees were, were going to shatter. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's people. Yeah. Oh. yeah. So, and, he, and then a Z man just says, "Fuck it, sleeper hold." So this so is what. Did, okay, did he really hurt his leg though? That's my I, point. 
I don't bad, think it's I don't think that's my point. Hurt. Is was this a shoot leg injury here for this guy? So Z Man shoots him off. The guy, <laughs> no, because he reached so. for his leg. See, no, he didn't reach. He reached for his leg to make people think he was hurt because he fucked up. Yeah, okay, but I thought he was so bad. He falls like maybe... a wet turd. <laughs> <laughs> Why would he grab his leg if he got drop kicked? Because he's trying to act like he. He got hurt, but he didn't get hurt. He just messed up. Yeah, this guy needs to got to match the conversation when he got to the back. I think he was really hurt. Z Man is no, he ain't hurt. Z Man's being a nice guy right now. Yeah, yeah. So he's like Z Man is being really nice. He's still holding his leg. Well, good. He fam. ain't hurt, Doc. He's selling it because he's trying to make it seem like, oh damn, I just messed up. <laughs> Let me act like something's hurt. His leg day training. He no, watch he, the watch. He just says, "Fuck this shit." Goodbye. Yeah, he's Tom Zink shouldn't be so happy here. Yeah. Okay, so there's a... <laughs> he's, asking, he's asking Nick Patrick, "Was I that bad?" Yeah, oh no, you were a great kid. <laughs> hey Harper, look, we actually get a. You know, when you get to 1990, we've got some. I've got some. Some of these episodes have like all the commercials on them. So we'll yeah, I saw see, that. Like, I was like, "Why well, is one two hours?" Yeah, because it's all the commercials. Uh, we'll uh-huh. get to talk about the commercials. But what I was going to say here was, man, if you look at this, so we're about to get up uh, on this part is uh, Deliver Us From Evil is our Sunday afternoon movie that's coming on tomorrow. So, Can't wait for that. <laughs> you see this? Fuck, look, at, fuck, look up that movie. No, I'm going to watch football. Deliver <laughs> Us In from 1989, evil. I was going to watch football. In 1999, I was going to watch football. I agree with Doc. I was going to watch football. Yeah. Still. They Look could have Star Wars on that show. I was still watching football. Come on. All right. Uh, next matchup is the Samoan Savage with Sir Oliver Humperdink, who's back, like we talked about at the beginning of the show. He's going to defeat Jake Steele inside of 18 Look seconds. At, Look at Jake Steele here. When, he, when they show his face, push pause. Okay. Just waiting. Uh, I love beer. Who does he look like right there? In the face. Who are you going to say? Know. Matt Bourne? Who? Who, Doc? You I was going to say that. later day X-Pac. Maybe. Yeah. Right there. Right there. Uh, he looks like he would take a bunch of somas and slip it up China's oh, ass. That's all come on. Come on, Mike. Don't, don't ask for Mike. There's nothing he can do. Dude, to Sean Waltman's a good dude. Why would you say that? He is that? a good dude. He's smart about the business, and he cleaned up well, but let's talk about it, you know? That dude's a good dude, and you're just a prick. Mm. What is wrong with you? Grow up. Man. I remember issues. you telling me what you would do if somebody tried to Bronco Buster you. He goes, I don't care what... <laughs> he was the third guy in the NWO. No man is sticking his dick in my face. There's some things you just ain't letting happen, man. <laughs> Unless you're getting paid a lot of money. That's the, uh, okay. that's the other side. Okay, you're a whore. I get it. So anyway, um, this match is so short mm-hmm. that Humperdinck cuts a pitcher-in-pitcher promo, and the pitcher-in-pitcher promo ends slightly after the Samoan Savage wins. That's how quick this match was. 
I got nothing else from it. Doc, you? I'm glad that we're getting the Samoans some heat back. They deserve it. And we're back to uh, taking up a quarter of the ring with the pitcher-in-pitcher promos on, the, on that. That's not my game. problem. We're a TV company here, pal. They're still well, calling them. job matches end. Yeah. I yeah, mean, but the nowadays, problem is. But the problem. The, go ahead. If they did this now, the guy would, the, the fucking underneath guy would get all kinds of shit in and there'll be oh. near falls, and and it'll, and a guy would have to win with his last second a fucking finisher move, which I don't get that at all. That makes no fucking sense to me. None. Yeah. There was Bro, a match. This is what I try to ex- explain to people. Yeah, I, I okay. Who the people you run into at your job, like that are shopping in a store? <laughs> hey, like listen. The- no, the fucking <laughs> no. He's talking fucking about the wildcat. Where yeah, he's talking okay, about the kids. Like, all right, okay. Y'all are in Texas, right? So I'm gonna use Texas A&M. Texas A&M is an elite college program, right? For what? For football. Okay. They're always in the top twenty-five. They're always in the top ten for recruitment. They they go to bowl games every year. Now, if Texas A&M plays against. Did he mute himself? Oh, Jesus. We and... missed. Who did they play? <laughs> You're missing. The... Right. No one on ESPN. This is a rip. Yeah, he's ribbing us right now. He's got to be ribbing us because we can't hear anything he's saying. So, Doc, let's keep track of this. The last thing we heard him say is. If Texas, A&M's playing Texas, such and such, and A&M on ESPN, plays, they're such and such. Right, and then we lost them. <laughs> this is a rib. <laughs> Maybe he'll come back, and when he does... These, these short squash matches only work if somebody's going to talk some good shit between them, and that's a problem tonight. That's a problem tonight, um, because we go straight from the Samoan Savage, and we'll get Hopper's story as soon as he comes back. To Jacko Victory and Rip Morgan, the New Zealand militia, they're going to defeat Richard Sartan and Chris Powers. Seven minutes, about eight minutes, I don't know, something like that. Corny and Soli keep plugging the lineup for the next clash that is happening November the 15th. So we got that to look forward to shortly too, Doc. We got about a two-week turnaround on the next big special. And then we then we get a little break because um, uh, Hopper dropped. He must have had a bad connection. Something must have happened. Uh, he'll join us back uh, shortly. So... Um, yeah, I think two weeks after we do the the uh, Halloween Havoc, we got another clash. And then the only thing that happens after November 15th is Starcade. But if you remember, Starcade's not a Patreon show. We always do Starcade free because when we first started this, we were doing it free. So Starcade will be on the free feed. Anyway, all right, we'll keep going. Uh, unless you, do you have anything from Jacko Victory and Rip Morgan? I fast forwarded. Did you really? Yeah. Okay. Literally, Man, the only we, note I am 55 minutes into this thing. I got 40 more to go. Nobody is lifting up my skirt tonight. I'm what? fast forwarding. That's nice. What's wrong with you? Nobody's lifting up your skirt. What does that mean? Nobody's doing it for me tonight. Everybody seems like they're on half speed at the go home show. Okay. Well, the New Zealand militia is going to win. 
and I'm going to get us queued up to the next promo happening right here. So, God, we need Harper for this, man. Why? Because this is corny and Bobby and Stan and Stan starts shooting. Well, you bought me a laptop. Why don't you buy an internet company and give some of it to Harper? <laughs> uh, I don't know where he went. It's showing he dropped from the call. Let me see if I can add him back. He's probably still talking about Texas A&M. <laughs> and then they run the I formation. My internet cut its cut off. It's back on. Yeah, Whose like, internet just cuts off? My internet cut off. It's back on. <laughs> it's exactly... <laughs> so his modem went off. Turned. Off. I mean, that happens sometimes. Okay. We do need them for this for this promo, though. Okay. You would agree, right? So A&M's going to run the I formation, <laughs> and Vanderbilt's going to run it doesn't matter because they're going to get squash matched. Uh, I just tried to call him. Did he say it was back on in the text? Yes. Okay, so let's back on. Well, it mustn't be back on yet, Harper, because we can't. He may not know what back on means. He just sees a green light on the modem, but there's supposed to be three green lights. He, he probably saw a red light and it made him have to take another shit. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, let's do this. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to come back to the, to the corner. That sounds like a great idea. So in the first for this show, we're going to do this out of order. Yep. So the next match is the uh, Samoan SWAT team. Uh, the Samoan SWAT team. Uh, with Humperdink are out there. Uh, they're going to defeat Greg Evans and Scott Hall. Yes, Scott Hall. Mm. Dr. Yeah, that's Scott Hall, uh, who we saw. God, now it feels like a couple of months ago, right? Right. And now we see him. J-O-B. You know, yeah, like, remember they did the thing with the crocodile and whatnot? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, now we now we see him. Um, he's out here to do to do a job with the Samoan SWAT team. Um, Cornette is upset at what just happened during the previous segment. Uh, we saw a suplex on the floor on Greg Evans, uh, even on the mat. That didn't look like it felt good. Doc, do you have any other Hold thoughts on. on this? Yeah. What you got? Well, we hadn't seen him in a while. You were right. It's been a long time. I, I mean, I was trying to remember. It's been at least four weeks, if not longer. Give me one hundred five forty. 105.4. And tell me how much money you need. This must be what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, boy. That was a sneeze. I had to sneeze, bro. If you want me to keep my nasal passages open, I got to sneeze. Oh, there it is. And it, uh, yeah. I'm at 105.50, and I, I, I blew Yeah, go back. How much would to put your mouth on a wrestling rope? Oh, they don't make enough. They, the, the, the U.S. Mint doesn't. There's not enough money. Nah, I mean, I'd do it. Whatever. I'd spray it with some sanitizer before. <laughs> Bro, there's a heel gimmick to come. Um, What do you mean? The guy Stop who sanitizes. Blow your nose. Mute and blow your nose, please. I don't have a Kleenex next to me. I'll just keep drinking. Use your shirt like like a kid. Jesus, what kind of savage are you? You know that's what your kid does. Oh, I I have a 
firm belief that both of my kids just stick their finger in there and eat what comes out. They're children. Children are stupid. Any other thoughts on this uh, Scott Hall match? Yeah. Scott Hall looks like a million bucks here. And this is the best thing we can find for him to do. There's, I mean, look right here when they like, look at him, how big he is. I mean, he's not he's a huge dude. and he's, he's a good looking dude. He's built like hell. He knows how to work. And this is what we've got for him. Come on. Now, if at this moment, someone would have told you this dude is going to come back in 1996 and set the world on fire or be a part of one of the greatest angles you'll you know you can see you'd have never believed it no but how many people do that oh not not many the point is is that scott hall looks like a superstar yeah i agree he's got a great look that's for damn sure nice drop kick for yeah as big as he is i'm with you and he knows the point is he he knows how to work is he lutez no does he have to be with that look no and this is all they got for him. <laughs> yeah, this is all you can do. Yeah, we yeah. got so much talent that this is you. This is your. This is you. Let's get the fuck out of here. Come on. This kind of pissed me off, actually. Did it? Yeah, actually, it kind of did. All right. Well, we'll keep going. We'll ask Harper his thoughts on him when he finally joins back. Is that him or you, yeah. Harper? Yeah, right, the I'm fucking internet fucking went off. I can't oh. go blow my nose and leave you alone. I'm going to go blow my nose so that everybody. Um, I mean, do some blow. I mean, All right, blow my so nose. so Hopper, you you were about to say this is like when Texas A and M plays, and that's when you cut out. Oh, so can you finish? Okay, picture it as if it's like the homecoming game, and A and M plays like Rice, mm-hmm. and and A and M has to win with a last second field goal, and they got to win thirty four thirty one. Against Rice, no one on ESPN or Fox Sports or whatever is going to say, man, Rice must be really good. They push fucking Texas A&M to the limit. Everyone is going to say, what the fuck is wrong with Texas A&M? How can they allow Rice to push them to the limit? What's going to happen next week? when they have to go to Baton Rouge and play against LSU, someone that's on their level, or go to Tuscaloosa, or got to go to fucking Oxford and play Ole Miss. What's going to happen when they play someone like that if they can barely beat Rice? And that's that's how this is. If you're a top contender, if you're a champion at any level, if you're the world title or – the little smaller belt like the IC champion or a tag team champion or anyone that is within the main mix. When you wrestle against a mid-card or an elaborate, you know, a, a job guy, you have to fucking crush him. He he could maybe get a hip toss in or a drop kick or something like that is it. I thought that the Italian Stallion got too much in on Sting in the first match. He did. I mean, put it, I, I'll put it to you like this, bro. Imagine before WrestleMania 2 when fucking Bundy took on Hogan. And imagine if the Saturday night before that, on Saturday night's main event, King Kong Bundy took on Outback Jack. 
and Outback Jack fucking bumped his ass around. He he even body slammed his ass. He got a fucking you know a uh, a fucking two count. People will think fuck. Outback Jack almost beat King Kong Bunny. What the fuck's gonna happen when he takes on Hulk Hogan? That's the smartest thing Harper's ever said on this show. And I don't understand. I'm not the smart, bro. I, I'm no Dusty Rhodes, bro. But I don't understand why other people who are higher than me in this, it doesn't fucking register. I don't get it. I don't get it. And just because you can do it doesn't mean you fucking should. Mm. Fuck. You're our Dusty Rhodes. Ugh, I, I, I just don't get it, man. You know, that wasn't like the Bigfoot rant, Doc. But that was remarkable because he's right. If Texas A&M plays, you know, you know, name UTEP it. or North Texas, yeah. in, Sam Houston, and they win seventeen to thirteen, that's a loss, right? You're 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 thinking exactly Aggie, what Harper said. That Aggie message board is going to be like, "Holy shit, we need to fire the coach," right? I knew Jimbo. I knew Jimbo Fisher couldn't coach this team. I knew Kevin Sumlin sucked. It's exact. It's exactly what happens, and you'd be going, "Well, man, if he struggled with this with that team, what's next Nick week, Saban going to do to us?" Yeah, right. what's, what's man, gonna Bama's going to Baton Rouge. I mean, it's just it's it's this is the same thing because it's supposed to be a what? <laughs> it stopped being that a long time ago. Come on, I mean, fuck. He's right. He's he, he's, he's right, dude. but it ain't coming back. We're too busy playing flippity floppity gymnastics. They did they did this on look, man. I don't like talking about the modern and product. Well, you but, see, the thing is, I get the, their mentality is to say we want to show to everyone that from top to bottom, all our guys can go. Yeah, that's bull crap, though. I, uh, but yeah, well, and there's also that old school. If I don't. If I if I don't make you look good, then I didn't beat anybody. That may be I, true, I, but Magnum T A didn't get in there and beat anybody. He beat you. Yeah, Bruh, Them old timers with that, uh, you gotta make it look like uh, you know, I gotta make they it look like left, I'm beating somebody. Look, get out of here. Out of it too. Get out of here. Them old timers. That's that's that old. Everything was airtight, brother. Shut the piss up. We <laughs> it, we love it, but it wasn't always airtight. And Magnum TA, we watched him for forever, days on end, beat people in 15, 20, 30 seconds. So get out of here with that. You know, well, uh, if, if I beat my opponent in 30 seconds, what is that really doing? Well, it's just making you look like a strong bastard. That's what it's making you. That's what Harper's right. I mean, look what he did for Goldberg. Dude, I, that's my. Again, I. I, I Totally agree. Totally agree. All right. Well, Harper, on that note, that might have to be a YouTube clip. Uh, Life uh. Lessons with Hard Body Harper on how to book enhancement talent. Oh, I know what I was about to say. I remember on AEW when uh, Here's your Lance. First mistake. No, this is this is months. This hell, this is more than months ago. Lance Archer versus who's the midget? The little guy. The uh, little the little dude looks like that, a little kid that he calls. Dong sucker. Uh, what's his name? Dong sucker. Stunted growth. What's his? What the hell's that guy's name? Marco Stunt. That's it. Yeah. I really wasn't. I wasn't trying to be funny. I couldn't remember the kid's name. What are you people talking about? Marco Stunt. <laughs> <laughs> Marco Stunt wrestled Lance Archer. 
Lance Archer, I mean, he doesn't look like Sid Vicious, but he looks like he stepped out of a comic book. I mean, he's he's built. He's got a good look. He's tall. I mean, he 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 looks the part. He's wrestling a guy that's Doc's son's height. That's crazy, huh? And he's in there, and they went a good seven, eight minutes. What I, are we doing here? I just don't understand why no one pulls him to the side because, like, like the old timers, Arn and you know, say, "Hey, man, maybe you should be doing more than more." Because they're this. too busy, they're too busy soaking the money mark out of a check. That is, yeah. Well, <laughs> hey, it's in prayer, there dog. comes a point in your life. There ain't nowhere else to go for Arn. This is pin me, pay me, so that he can get that last little bit on that retirement. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, Hopper, we we didn't want to play Cornette's promo because we knew we needed you for it with the midnight. Okay. So, on that note, we did cover the Samoan SWAT team defeating uh, Greg Evans and Scott Hall. We'll ask your opinion on that in a second. But we're gonna go back now to Gordon Soley, who's got some questions for Cornette about the dudes in the midnight, uh, which is gonna t- which is coming up at the next clash. So not the pay per view. So they're already leading up to what's coming next, which I'm fine with. But this is great. Let's listen to Corny now with a great deal of respect but i must admit that you've now got me perplexed okay what what's going on gordon and what is going on all right at the clash in troy new york on the 15th the match has been signed the dynamic dudes against the midnight express you sign all their contracts so what do you mean what's going wait, on wait a minute i didn't i didn't sign the match i didn't sign any kind of match like that well if you didn't don't you sign all their contracts i signed all their contracts always have and i did not sign that match if i didn't what? Uh, I mean, how, how... Hey, Jimmy, you want to know who signed it? We signed it. You know why? Because you're wasting your time and our time hanging around those two punks, the dynamic dudes all the darn time. That's why. Wait, hey, hey, wait. I've had enough. I've had enough. You're trying to make me the bad guy out of this, and that ain't going to float. I'm going to tell everybody what's going on if you're not careful. If it was anybody else but Johnny Ace, you wouldn't care if I spent 24 hours a day with him. But it's Johnny, and you can't forget about what happened, and you can't get over what happened. You're trying to make me the bad guy. It's not my fault that she left you, and it ain't my fault hey, that she liked girl, him better than she liked you. Well, what are you doing to me? What are you trying to do to me? What are you doing to us? Hey, wait a minute. Now, you know, we never came out here to start any ripping any friendships. You know... I can say is, Jimmy, things got to go the way they're going to go, and if, you know, you want to walk down the path of Midnight Express, that's fine, we don't want to cause any problems, Johnny and I will go our separate ways, hey, we don't want any problems with Midnight Express. I'm not sure that I want to go with after what they've been doing to us. Hey, I think the problem is maybe uh, Johnny Ace is scared he might get his butt beat. Hey, listen, what? I said it once, you said it a couple times, you said anybody in NWA, and it's not my fault, Stan, that some girl left you. No, 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 Wait a second. Now. Wait a minute. Come here. This is a bunch of garbage. This is a bunch of garbage from you. This is a bunch of garbage from you guys. This has got to stop. I can't believe it. You went behind my back. Six years we've been together, Bobby Eaton. And three years we've been together, Stan Lane. I've always done my best for you guys. Wait a minute. I don't want a problem here on the set. Now listen. You guys got a heck of an opportunity here. You got the match. Make the most of it. You guys... You wanted the match, you got the match. I'm sick of the whole bunch of you. Yeah, I can't believe too. We'll see all you guys November 15th. All right, we'll find out. I'll tell you what. Well, we've got a hornet's nest here. Let's go to the ring for our next match, please. 
That's good TV. Doc, you first. Is he on mute? Oh, Doc. I, w- I was on mute. I was blowing my nose again. Oh, okay. Thank you. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, glad to help. Um, okay. I'm here for anything that the show needs. Um, that was good TV. And here's the thing. Johnny Ace looks like a guy playing wrestler. Bruh. Uh. <laughs> Continue. He took a step back when Stan, the first time Stan got moved forward, he took a step back. Good baby face move for sure. Mm-hmm. Stan standing there looking smug as fuck. Like, I'll give a shit. God. Shane's like, I, look, I know this angle's bullshit and all, but hey, they told us to come out. <laughs> Did you know that I used to teach history? I don't need this shit. <laughs> I might be a school teacher. I got a degree. Yeah, I don't need this shit. I got a substitute teaching job waiting for me back in Cleveland. It's Pittsburgh. <laughs> Whatever. Close See, enough. he stood back. Look at him. He's just, he's a horrible promo. He's not a good talker. No. He's not and a good when character. When he takes his shirt off, he looks like a fucking beach bum from, like, fucking Mobile. It's <laughs> <laughs> exactly what he looks like. For the international audience or people in the USA who don't know, just search Mobile and you'll see the broke down Mobile uh, beach. Uh, anyway. He looks like a guy from fucking Biloxi. He does. That's got the pickup truck with the rebel flag fucking bumper sticker <laughs> in the back window. Heritage, not hate. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, Doc. What else you got? I got. I got some more thoughts, but I wanted. I wanted. To, I want to see what else you have. I like corny saying I'm not so sure I want to go down to the ring with you like this. But the pop when fucking Bobby takes his jacket off. Oh yeah. That's when I. Yeah, that's when like, okay, here we go. And that shows you who's over. Uh-huh. That is the key to who and cause Bobby's not like a he's not like built like a brick shit house. I mean, he's not like a nope. body guy. He takes and the his jacket off. Speaking form. Yep. He takes his jacket off and the fans are like, all right, yeah, it's time for business. Harper, what did you have before I I got I got some notes here. I tell you, if if I was a kid, I'm thinking, okay, well, I guess the midnight's, you know, this is the end of them. Mm-hmm. But of course, it, we know that's not it. It seems to be leaning that way. So uh-huh. this 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 is the so corny says, you know, the whole thing was solely announces that a contract's been signed, and corny says, whoa, 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 whoa. I I didn't sign anything. So Bobby and Stan come out. And for me, Doc, I wanted to get your you and Harper's thoughts on this. Stan starts shooting because he tells Corny, you're wasting your time with these two goofs, which I thought was great. (laughs) (laughs) You're wasting your time with these two goofs. Shane's not a goof, but Johnny Ace is definitely a goof. And then Corny tells Stan, and this is where there's this is where the story gets kind of crazy. And I don't believe it. Corny tells Stan that a woman left Stan for Johnny, which there's no way a woman left uh, Stan for Johnny. For real. Maybe it was his cousin. That's nice. I refuse to believe the way Stan Lane swivels those hips and gets in his uh, dances 
that any woman is leaving Stan for Johnny Ace. Come on, no. pal. It just was it was really good. That was a great segment, great promo. Because you're like, whoa, okay. So the problem is Stan. So we're really has, gonna do this. Yeah. Because yeah. the thing of it is is that and everybody knows, and I'm so I'm not saying anything, but it's just it's the synonymous nature of the fact that when you think corny, you think Midnight Express. And when you think Midnight Express, you think corny. And all of a sudden, the the tear in the fabric is there. Holy shit, everything we always have known may not be real. It's like Hogan turning heel, you know? Right. It upends things. I loved how they leaned into reality with Stan Lane having a woman and quote-unquote Johnny A supposedly took the woman. I like, I mean... Stan must be Johnny no. Ace couldn't steal a woman from Stan with a pistol in his fucking hand. <laughs> Bro, I mean, Johnny we, we might Johnny we might Ace as well is banging Mama Mama Bella though. Yeah, that don't mean nothing. Hmm? That don't mean nothing. Buzzy's buzzy, bro. I mean, when you got, he's probably got a little money. I mean, you can pull. You can pull a lot when you got money. I mean, they got that says more about that says more about broads than it does dudes. Well, I I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying. But anyway, all right. So we keep going, uh, or should I say, Hopper? You got any thoughts? Other thoughts before we keep going? No. This Would you book really Scott Hall in this match, Harper? Yeah, dude. He looks like a bigger Magnum TA. Yeah, he really does. I wonder how many kick. people watching this were like, "Hey, that's the guy from AWA." Mm. not many well that's what we were talking about Hopper we were like you know when you when you uh, drop because your internet Doc and I were like this is the best they got for him right now and we hadn't seen him in a while that's the other part right. he hadn't been here in a while mm-hmm. and uh, I'm this, sorry, this is the best creative they got just, creative just doesn't have anything for you it's yeah. almost like he replaced uh, what's your guy from the new Midnight Express uh he, oh God! What the hell was his name? He was with Paul E. Randy Rose. Yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> That's what I got from that. I don't know. Maybe Harper uh, used up all his smarts on that A and M reference. That's nice. <laughs> Go rights. Go, Go out. All right. So the Samoan SWAT team. Win, right. I guess Samoan SWAT team wins. Uh, we then get another Alvira plug. Harper's. Mm. Just got to jerk off again. Fuck. He's cranking, it. He's cranking it for the third time in this episode, man. We're uh, we're in trouble now. Anyway, Halloween Havoc plug. We then go to um, Bobby and Stan. We got the Midnight out here. They're going to defeat Gene Liga and Trent Knight. Stan introduces the Midnight. Corny's on commentary. Corny says he was going to apologize for not going out with the Midnight. But Stan has taken matters into his own hands. Gordon asks Corny... Which team Corny would go to the ring with uh, at the Clash? Corny hymns and haws about it and doesn't have an answer. And then uh, at the 116.55 mark, Stan gives us a little wiggle. So I, I was going to play that. But uh, while I'm doing that, Doc, you got any thoughts? Here comes the wiggle. A uh, little, little bit of dancing for us. Here comes. It is giving yeah. the ladies what Cobb County needs some cock, you know. Where's my Zima? <laughs> Uh, Doc, thoughts just, on this? It's weird not having Corny out with them, and Corny, but Corny was good on commentary here. Yep, 
I totally agree. Hopper, you got anything? No, it's just, it, it, yeah, it is weird seeing him. I'm not seeing Cornette out there with his tennis racket and, you know, hollering. Right there with you. We get another Halloween Havoc plug after this match, and they're plugging them and building the Thunderdome, all that stuff. We then go to the Row Warriors, who are going to defeat uh, Bill Ford and Rick Connors. It's a quick win by the Warriors in dominant fashion. Uh, not as quick as normal. I mean, they do go like a minute. But... Hold on, though. Hold oh. on. Listen to the pop. I'm talking about Warriors? being over. It's electrifying. Yeah, it sure isn't. <laughs> Do you listen want to, play to it, this. Doc? I'm confused. Yeah. Just get some audio on this when they come out. I'm going to have to edit it out for YouTube. Here it is. Gentlemen, this next event is a one fall with a 15 minute time limit. Introducing from Knoxville, Tennessee, Rick Connors. And his partner from Los Angeles, California, Scrap Iron Bill Ford. Introducing their opponents, making their way to the ring area from the south side of Chicago. Yeah, the people stand up, pal. Bruh. (laughs) That's wrestling. That's That's wrestling. (laughs) That's how it's done. It ain't that hard. They didn't do anything. They're over and they came out to music. They're going to get done done. in short order, too. Yep. We'll keep moving because you're right. They get it done in short order and defeat these guys. We then go to a promo from Michael Hayes. Um, This promo... Okay, so let me let me give you some notes on it. This promo from Hayes. Uh, I'll let you play it in the background. This promo it'll confuse the hell out of you, and here's why: the Freebirds were wrestling the dynamic dudes at Halloween Havoc in less than an hour from when he cuts his promo. But Hayes is talking about the Road Warriors right here, so it's really confusing. It hasn't even been announced yet. But the Freebirds and Road Warriors will wrestle at the next clash on November 15th, 1989. So hopefully that clears it up if you're, you know, watching on our Google Drive, you watch this episode. Yeah, they, they haven't even announced the match yet, and he's talking about the match. So it's very confusing is, is my point. Doc, did you kind of have the same note? We've got Steve, we got Dr. Death talking about the skyscrapers. We've got the Freebirds talking about the Road Warriors. Can we focus on one card at a time? See, I didn't mind, so someone will say, well, what about the Midnight and the Dynamic Dudes? Well, first off, that's kind of been going on for a while. And the only thing that we saw, and we already knew that the Freebirds were going to face the Dudes at Halloween Havoc. So we were just kind of seeing the continuation of Stan and Johnny Ace and the bad blood there between the Dudes and the Midnight. So when when Gordon announced, hey, they're going to wrestle on the 15th at the next Clash, it wasn't really a big deal. It was like, all right, I could follow that. This just came out of the blue. Hey, he's talking about the Road Warriors. So it's just, it's a little discombobulated, and we call it like we see it. So everything wasn't always airtight, brother, and that's my I feel balance. like the thing, the train's starting to get off the track here. No, nah, not quite. I, not quite. Go ahead, Hopper. Huh? What? Not quite. Not quite. 1990, it really comes off the tracks. I said starting to. Yeah. yeah. I don't and Hayes and Garvin with this, this this I I don't know what their dancing is, but it the does pointing. not look. I, I've got this on the havoc as a note. The problem here is is that Garvin is cannot dance at all. 
Yeah. And I'm not saying Hayes is Fred Astaire, but <laughs> he's got he can at least move a bit. Yeah. Garvin is challenged rhythmically. Well, Michael Hayes and Jimmy Garvin are about to defeat Tommy Angel and Johnny Kennedy. I've got no notes from it, Doc. Do you? No. 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 Hopper? No. All right. So then we go straight from that to a real, real, real barn burner. The main event <laughs> on this week's episode of Saturday Night. And I mean barn burner. Barn a main burner. event anywhere in the country. Oh, yeah. yeah. Here it is. Ranger Ross versus Rusty Riddle. A two-minute slugfest. Go ahead, Hopper. What are you about to say? It's about time we saw these two lock up. <laughs> and you get a Cuban assassin in cut inset promo. Oh, my God. Yes. So Ranger Ross is boring the hell out of us, but next week we find out that Ranger Ross is wrestling the Cuban Assassin in a flag match, and the Cuban Assassin cuts a quick picture in picture. Um, boy Harper, I can't wait for the barn burner here between the Cuban Assassin and Ranger Ross. Uh, let's well, be clear. Well, I mean, we see like Ranger Ross go through all the heels, and it's finally got to this point, and Cuban Assassin's gone through all the top baby faces and. <laughs> They're just finally beaten. Right. Get a, the, the people are starting to get a feel for what the next two to three years of this show are going to sound like. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ranger Ross is going to win. This Doc dude's Ross? fucking tights look like a, I don't know, like a, what the fuck? Like, like racer what? number four in Excite Bike. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what he looks like. They're not tights. They're supposed to be pants, though. Those are BMX. Yeah, yeah. he's like a BMX dude. Yeah, you can because he's even got the motocross boots on. What a fucking! <laughs> you you do you realize that right, Hopper? When you look at his boots, yeah. Uh, you, you, you now that I see it, yeah. Hey. All right, let's rate this piece of shit. He does look like the exact bike. <laughs> 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 It's exactly what it looks like. All right. Yeah, we do need to rate it because that's how they, well, they don't quite go off air like that. Gordon and Corny send us off and mention that they'll see us next week. Gordon makes one more small push for the pay-per-view, and that's it. We go off air. On that note. Um, hey, you know, what, yes. you know what, speaking of Corny, what he usually does on his show? Are you ripping up a <laughs> ripping yeah, up fucking post-it? <laughs> Those are my notes. Stanfield said, these two goofs. Anyway, we do need to rate it. We do need to hand out a Rolex before we do so. want to remind you all, if you want to listen to our Halloween Havoc 1989 pay-per-view review, you got to go to tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. That's tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. And that's where you can hear not only that review, but all of our pay-per-view reviews and Clash of the Champions. Also, don't forget to use our Amazon link. It is tinyurl.com slash bttamazon. Again, that's tinyurl.com slash bttamazon. A great way to support this show without spending anything extra. Give it to the wives, girlfriends, husbands, whatever you have in your life. Tell them to use it every time they purchase something from Amazon. Doc, I want to go first. I'm going to give out my Rolex. It's going to what we're looking at right now on the video version. This entire, I don't even say segment. Stan Lane is getting the Rolex uh, because... He scoreboarded on Johnny Ace, and uh, that's my thoughts. <laughs> Doc, your thoughts? I 
find myself not able to argue with that one bit. I've given it to Stan Lane also. I would have given it to Corny, but Corny had too much airtime in commentary. Stan is a points per minute kind of guy. Before yeah. I hear before I hear Harper say who he's gonna give it to, Doc, did Stan score the touchdown and spike the football right on top of Johnny Ace's head? And then stood over him and while he did his dance. <laughs> Harper, who are you giving yours to? It's Stan. Yeah, I don't know how you don't give it to Stan. I really don't. He's He was tremendous in this segment. If you've been with us from the early days, six years of listening to the show, and you didn't know that we were all going to give it to Stan, you hadn't been paying attention. You know how pro wrestlers, of most of them, are terrible actors? In yes. my opinion. I, do you yes. agree, Harper, that pro wrestlers are terrible actors? Yes. Yeah. There's in general? for that. Because they're what not actors. Because they're not actors. Well, guess what? Stan Lane gets a gets a gets a an award for whatever the top acting award is these days. Stan Lane gets it because you really thought he was pissed off, and you you really thought he was about to bust Johnny Johnny East's ass. Because um, they fucking keep it simple. I agree. I no argument. No argument. I mean, nowadays it's not that fucking hard, guys. And and. Filled in some fake fucking room, and and this happens, and this guy comes in yeah. and slams I, the door. And if I see back the backstage arena at another generic dome, I'm gonna vomit. Yeah, boy. As I rewatch this, Johnny Ace does look exactly like Harper said he does, like a just a like moron a- from Biloxi, Mississippi. Mm-hmm. Some redneck Riviera motherfucker with the fucking pickup truck. <laughs> with the rebel flag bumper sticker on the back of it. Oh, boy. And the marble red hanging out of his fucking mouth. You know how Hopper said this was perfect because it was short. They didn't beat around the bush. So anyway, this segment, two and a half minutes, and they got their point across. It ain't that hard, guys. All right, Doc, let's rate it. What are you giving this one? This week's episode, I should say. A C. Oh. Oh. I wasn't expecting that. I think there's a lot of misdirection and gaffes, and it doesn't logically make, other than JR, make me want to buy, and the commentating, make me want to buy the pay-per-view. And the, 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 I'm not, maybe not throwing it all on the talent, but it's just, this is a lackluster go home show. Okay. Um, Hopper, what you giving it? A C plus. Man, y'all are brutal tonight. Fuck how? Huh. This is an hour and a half of rinsing yeah. repeat job match. Watching some shit and then I'd be like, Oh, so the New Zealand militia's next. Yeah, great. Oh, so Ranger Ross is next. Ranger well, Ross versus the BMX guy. Oh, great. I don't know. Set your VCR for this one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm going to give it a B minus just because of Stan, and I'll leave it at that. Uh, Doc, do you want to do what Hopper, what we uh, what we talked about today, or you got to run? I got to run, man. I got other things to go do. I can't be I can't be here all night. I look. All I, right. I went strong the whole way. I didn't peter out on you. Cleared my nasal passages. Got the internet taken care of. But I got to go. I can't. Yeah. I can't be here any longer. Uh, fair enough. Uh, I'll 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 tell Hopper what I was thinking, and then uh, we'll keep recording, or he'll tell me to take it off if he doesn't want me to. All right, 
So we'll catch you next time. I'll, we'll I'll, I'll, I'll talk to you gentlemen later. It's been a, it's been a nice night of gentlemanly uh, fellowship. That's nice. Hopper. Uh. What do you think about doing your own cameo without cameo? How? So you got a PayPal, right? Yeah. And you got an email address, right? Yeah. So how hard it would it, how hard would it be for you to actually say, you know what? I'm gonna charge. I'm making this up off the top of my head. I'm gonna charge twenty five bucks for cameo. All you got to do is email me and PayPal me at this address, and I will cut a cameo from my own phone and I will send it to you that way. So we're eliminating the middleman. You damn right. <laughs> I'm just saying, is it not a good yeah. idea if somebody wants a cameo from you? Yeah, I do that. Well, there you go. So, do you want to square up on it next week and give out your email and PayPal, or yeah, you want to cool. do it? Okay, so 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 we I will. Know uh, what the fuck it is. You what know, is it? see, there there you go. Well, I know you got two emails, so I just want to make sure we're using the right one. But I figure, you know, since here's the thing, guys, it's just we gonna shoot straight with you. Cameo never responded to us for Harper. And he's a celebrity, in my opinion. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, they never they never responded. Remember, I said I, I filled everything out, and then I oh, left you. Oh, that's right. I forgot. And they never contacted you because they had your number. Because Cameo's got to approve you, everybody. That's how it works. So we're going to show those people there, not going to say anything derogatory about them, that we don't need the middleman. And Harper has a PayPal, and he has a smartphone and hopper can cut cameos for you and yeah we can get them out to you that way and that's there how it'll go. be so there um next week i guess we'll give them your paypal address and your uh your email because i'm thinking you know if somebody just paypals you money you're not going to know who it is so you won't even know right it's just going to say you right xk939 since you yeah. Yeah. So you'll not know who it was. So my thing was they're going to have to email you first and say, hey, my name is such and such. My PayPal is X, Y and Z. I'm going to be PayPaling you and I want you to cut up cameo. And here's what I want you to talk about, because that's what you got to do. So right. you got to be clear how it's going to happen since there is no cameo. It's just going to be Harper's email address. I'm not going to give out mine because it'll be Harper. So Harper will get your emails and he'll do that and. I'm not, I'm, I said 25. I don't know what price you're going to set, but I'll let you think about that over the next week, and then we'll figure about that all out. Bucks. Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, you know, there's no middleman, so it's, it's right, all... Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, there's no middleman. But anyway, so if you want... You know, I've, I've heard from people all over the years. They go, man... I remember our friend out there, uh, um, uh, Chris Cepeda, uh, Cepeda he, he told me one time... I know I said your name wrong, Chris, but... I forgive you. Forgive me. We're a fellow stars fan. So anyway, I remember Chris is saying, um, you know, he was like, I need Hopper to narrate my life sometimes as he walks through life, <laughs> making fun of people. So I think about that. So if there's anything you want Hopper to narrate, uh, not you, Chris, in general, but just anyone. Yeah. Hopper can do it for you. And we're going to cut out the middleman and Hopper will have his own cameo. He's got a smartphone so he can pull it off and and whatnot. Yeah. But anyway. That's what we're going to do. My fucking girlfriend's got a badass iPhone. She could just film it. There you go. There you go. There you go. And then, So, and two things can happen. We can, one, 
you know, um, you can, we'll figure out a way to send them. I mean, you can email the videos. We'll figure out a way to send them the videos, but also if we really needed to do it to get it to them any other way, we always we can always put it on a YouTube channel and put it on there. So I could just send them a link or, you know, we can post the link to whatever, or, or I can send you the link and you can email it to them. We'll figure all that out. But my point is we just cut out the middleman. We don't, we don't need them. I mean, I don't, you know, I think that's fine. You just, you know, you can create videos for people. There you go. Um, but no videos of you cranking it or circle, circle, dot, dot, right? No, nothing fucking retarded. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got to specify. We're talking to wrestling fans here, Hopper. <laughs> oh, man. So, um, yeah, that's it. But on that note, uh, thank you for listening this week. I don't plug this often, but give us a follow on Twitter at BTT underscore podcast. Uh, go to our Facebook page. The official page is facebook.com slash book in the territory. There is a BTT group. It is rather filthy. Go join that if you're not offended easily and whatnot. It is very filthy. There are some filthy-minded people there, and I'll leave it at that. Actually, Facebook turned on post-approval for Harper because he violated some rule. I don't know what he did, but he did something, and now his posts are getting flagged. So anyway, you can join the Facebook group and whatnot. But uh, become a patron, tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. Use the Amazon Associates link, tinyurl.com slash Amazon. And again, next week, we'll give you information about how you can get a video shout out from Hopper. On that note, Hopper, you got anything before we get out of here? No. All right, bud, hit the tagline and we'll roll. Fuck it, bitch. <laughs>